All right, waking up to dry conditions right now, but it's not going to stay that way through the day. Rain showers expected to move in, really picking up right around lunchtime and continuing through the afternoon. It's already 47 degrees. Strong winds out of the south driving our temperatures up, and you can see those temperatures headed into the mid 50s as that rain arrives around noon. Most widespread rain is probably mid afternoon and then fading to the south as we head into the evening. Dry for most of the day Wednesday with rain returning Wednesday night. All right, jumping into the daily dose after weather there. I think we're all okay with spring like weather. Absolutely. Not going to complain. More of it. Just yes. rinse, wash, and repeat. And never go back to freezing cold temperatures. Ever again. Ever again. I wish that were true. Though. <laughs> I don't think we can make that happen, but it would be fun if we had the power to. Uh, daily dose for today. We have a couple of headlines to get to and some tough ones too off the top, which um, both of these started yesterday, uh, one even earlier in the weekend. And it's just crazy to see the developments that have happened over the last 24 hours. Let's start with the earthquake in Turkey, 7.8 magnitude earthquake, and you've been following how crazy the aftershocks have been in this whole situation. Yeah, they've counted about 200 of them uh, since uh, the crazy. initial 7.8. Some have measured six, some uh, 7.5, most of them in the four to five range. And you can imagine there you have uh, rescuers trying to go in there and pick the rubble off of people because these buildings were collapsing. They've confirmed about 6,000 structures over a wide area of this country um, have collapsed. About 24,000 uh, rescuers have gone in from various agencies. But the problem is, you know, you go in to help people try to pull uh, this concrete off, but then the ground starts shaking again. Right. You gotta get the rescuers back. Then you have to regroup and revamp and try yeah. to figure out how you're gonna go back in. You know, I'm reading stories about, you know, people can hear people trapped, you know, playing for help, Ugh. but there's only so much you can do yeah. in such a remote part of the world in itself. So it's and the stability of those buildings, they have to make sure that they can even send crews in there to get people out. Yeah, it's it's crazy kind of situation where you're rescuing a rescuer along with the person um, who's trapped down there. So it's a very, very absolutely awful situation happening in uh, Turkey and Syria that they'll need a lot of help, a lot of assistance. Yeah. The United States is standing by to help Turkey. Other countries, I think India and I think China as well. A lot of Spain, people are just Spain. Yeah, another country. They're trying to get supplies in there as fast as possible and help as many people as they can before it just becomes a recovery mission uh, down, further down. And unfortunately, 5,000 people I know they've confirmed yep. um, and they expect that number to go up. So uh, yes, as we learn too of local resources that are helping, we know Matthew 25 Ministries sent out a post yesterday saying, hey, we're talking with our people there. These things take a little time to communicate. Hey, like who do you need? Not to mention, I think they're having freezing cold temperatures yep. there as well. Mm -hmm. So that I'm sure is hindering the process. So um, just as a heads up, that's that's the latest there. The train derailment um, in eastern Ohio, um, just a wild situation that continues to unfold. I think the threat has come down greatly. They're calling it a success using that word, I think, is frustrating a lot of people because yeah. at the end of the day, they're releasing a chemical into the air yeah, and vinyl chloride. Yeah, into the air, into the environment, into, you know, what this town, it's a very small town, has known. Um, and the evacuation orders are still very much in place. A huge fire that is burning off. Um, and again, the threat of the explosion, I think, is now down greatly. But the aftermath of this train derailment you know, it's it's not even known how this is going to be felt yet for this very small town. And the train runs right through it. It's, you know, part of their industry. It's part of probably what a lot of these folks do for a living. Um, and now starting over is a lot easier said than done when it's a town full of people who have lived there 
and work there for their entire lives and generations of families. Yeah, and I can only imagine officials trying to make the decision. It's like we this thing could blow up, and I think there right. was like a blast radius of like a mile of shrapnel that could be thrown. Right. And they they decided to let some of this gas off to keep the explosion from happening. Now they got to get the fires put out. The black plume yesterday is this really wild video coming from from there. But yeah, it's just gonna be tough for a long time because then you have to get the cleanup in and hazmat crews to make sure what they let off has dissipated enough to let people back in. So it's an awful situation. Yeah, they're looking at well water. On. They've already, you know, talked about how this could, you know, impact these neighborhoods for years to come. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a very interesting situation to watch. And you know, what we did is talked with local officials here because mm -hmm. we have, <laughs> we, I pass a train track every single day <laughs> as I drive to work, as I walk around my neighborhood. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of trains that come through the city of Cincinnati. So it's definitely something that people are watching of, okay, so how do these companies, A, take responsibility, B, prevent it from happening again? And, you know, what's coming through our area? Do we know? That's a whole nother kind of conversation. So. Yeah, it's a lot of dangerous stuff that's so, yes. taken by rail, but yes. things happen and they're trying to get it fixed. Very crazy. All right. And they're also um, conversation about relocating the gun range. Now, this has been a conversation for years in this area. Neighbors have complained for a long time in Lincoln Heights, Woodlawn, Evendale about the gun range, the noise it makes, the, you know, that's a scary sounding yeah. situation. Thankfully, it's not a threat to the neighborhoods, but still, you know, to hear that happening in your backyard or while your kids are out playing is certainly not something that people consider ideal for where they find homes. So there is conversation about moving it to a remote section of Coleraine Township, but the funding for this project still $11 million short. Yeah, so we'll see if they can close that gap, see if they can get things uh, squared away there. I remember one resident was saying like Wednesdays are the worst for him. It sounds like a war have some kind there. of pre That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that the big would be guns wild. I think that's what he said. Okay. So. We'll see if that happens. We'll uh, have it for you on WLWT.com. Yep. And then otherwise, there is still a missing 11-year-old girl in the city of Cincinnati. You just want to mention that. Um, yes. we're, we have lots of questions, of course, for Cincinnati Police. We'll ask those questions this morning. But uh, if you head to our website, her picture, her name, all of the information, uh, if you have any information to contact police on where she could be. Yeah, Azaria Andrews. Azaria yeah. Andrews. West Price Hill. All right. That's all the time we have for today, and we will see you tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah, there we'll we are.